Hi, this is Carolyn, and Aaron took a trip with some of our tennis friends to Costa Rica for a tennis camp with tennis pro Karen Rembert. Unfortunately, I was not able to go, but I heard they had an incredible time. So here's Aaron interviewing Karen in Costa Rica. I'm sitting here with Karen Rembert. I just finished the most amazing tennis camp. <laughs> we are actually in Costa Rica together recording this, and I had uh, six friends come um, on this trip with me, and I wanted to interview Karen and uh, have our audience get to know more about her camp. And so we're going to talk all about that. So can you tell us first about your tennis background? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I've had just the best week with you and your girls. I started my tennis in Bermuda. My parents uh, met there and got married there. And they used to tie me to the net strap. I was two or three years old. And if I promised to be good, they would hit me balls, throw me balls at the end of the session. So my love of tennis started early. My father was a teaching pro. We moved to North Carolina, and he became the director of tennis at North Hills Club. I played for Cardinal Gibbons. I was lucky enough to be the first singles and doubles state champion for Gibbons back in the day. I'm not going to say what day, but right. it was back in the day. <laughs> and then I went on, I got a tennis scholarship to Presbyterian College and played one and two all four years. Went to East Carolina, got my master's. While I was getting my master's, I was hired as the head pro at Raleigh Racquet Club. And after 18 months, got hired as a tennis director at North Hills Club at 24 years old. So I stayed there for 13 years, ran the program, grew the program, and we moved to Costa Rica in 2005. That's amazing. So how long after you moved to Costa Rica did you decide, you know what, it's time to start a tennis camp? <laughs> Tell us about why when you started um, your tennis camp, which is called Costa Rica Tennis Vacations. Is that all the official? All-inclusive. That's right. And it really is. We have done so much this week. I think people thought we weren't maybe playing tennis because I was posting pictures of all the other activities that we were doing, but we did play a lot of tennis. We got a lot of instruction. So give us a brief overview of the types of activities that we do, plus the tennis instruction that goes along with it. So I'm just going in or finishing my second year of running the tennis camps Definitely wish I had started it sooner. Definitely knew this was what I was meant to do. We started with a first group of eight ladies that came down from Chapel Hill, and I put together what I would think my perfect trip would be, and that is a lot of tennis, a lot of activities. We like to go out on the catamaran. We like to go zip lining. We've done rum tours. We've done waterfall hikes. There's an array of activities. I'm constantly doing the tough job of testing out the next great adventure for my girls. So the types of activities um, uh, we, we did, we showed up on a Wednesday. Is that typical? People come in on a Wednesday and go through Sunday? Okay. So today is Sad Sunday. That's what Karen, <laughs> which very much is because we're leaving today. But um, we showed up on Wednesday, um, had our flight from Raleigh um, to Costa Rica. And then uh, what did Tennis. We played tennis that night. We were not very good at all. No. It was after a day of traveling. Uh, most of us got up at three o'clock in the morning, um, but we were ready to hit the courts anyway because we're in Costa Rica. We all have our tennis rackets. So we played that night. And I don't think we realized that you were actually going to watch to see what we did well and not well and kind of incorporate the clinic, like, you know, figure out what we were good at and what we weren't good at. And, um, I, I'm, we were terrible that night, but it still showed her 
what um, what we needed to work on for the week. So each morning we did um, to the court super early. Um, is that that's a typical seven to nine ish? Seven to nine, which we're an hour behind um, the East Coast time. So it was eight o'clock, but we like to get out on the court. Seven to nine is the perfect time. The courts are still shady. And we focus on volleys one day, serve and return one day, ground strokes one day. And every day we're trying to put it into play using what we learned during the clinics. If we worked on underspin or we worked on lobs or we worked on the loopy ball or serve placement, then we try and incorporate it into some point situations. We actually had one of our friends, Michelle, take notes on everything we learned, which we had to sit at lunch yesterday and kind of go over with Karen, you know, all the stuff that we had learned because we got so much information, but you talked about, you know, you only retain a certain amount. And so doing it every day for two hours a day. And several of us the last two days went out even earlier and worked on serves and worked on preparing early and um, some different things. But yeah, so we had the courts for a couple hours each morning, but then the fun really began. We all love to play tennis, but um, our very first day was a hike. I'm a big hiker, so I would have rated it. A, it's a um, like a medium hike because we were climbing some ladders, and but it was, of course, beautiful. And then the thing that I love about hiking is a big payoff at the end. And man, we got the biggest payoff. We ended up at a humongous waterfall, um, and it was just great. Um, there was yeah, lots of swimming, lots of water crossings, and then we came back that. Um, afternoon and then went to some hot springs and had lunch. And do you want to tell us about the hot springs a little bit? Do you want to talk about that? The hot springs are one of the coolest things about Costa Rica. And especially where we were, there was an earthquake not too long ago and it changed the chemistry of the water. And so it's a blue blue river, blue water. All of the water coming out is coming out extremely hot due to the volcano. And so it mixes in with some normal temperature waters and creates just a really serene environment. Uh, and then not only did we eat lunch and go in the hot springs, there's also a swim up bar, which is very important. <laughs> <laughs> we found lots of bars around the area. Um, and then we also did a little bit of mud painting and um, it was just, just a cool day. I told Karen kind of midday, I literally said, if I go home tomorrow, I will already be happy with my entire trip. And I felt that way every day we kept going Yesterday, some one of our friends, Sherry, said, this is the best day ever. And then the next day was, this is the best day ever. So it really does feel like that. Um, what was our itinerary for the next day? Tennis in the morning. And then, do you remember? We came back to the villa and we had a private yoga class uh, overlooking the Pacific Ocean and a yummy lunch mm-hmm. served by the villa staff. And then we went out on the catamaran. It, the interesting thing for me was, the hiking was, um, you know, medium style difficulty, whatever you'd want to say. Um, but we kind of got in some cold water, like we played in the morning and then we did our hike, which was not easy. And then we went through cold water and then we went to the hot springs and it's like every single day I never felt sore, which I thought was really interesting. And then even after our yoga day, I still wasn't sore. And I think it's just because we were moving all the time and doing all kinds of activities and then we did a sunset cruise on a catamaran, did lots of, you know, ocean swimming or standing in the ocean. Like we did, It's not like we swam a lot in the ocean, but we did a lot of standing around talking, waiting, waiting ordering drinks from, from uh, you know, to be delivered to us. It was a very, very tough week, Karen. I got to say, it's 
It's you guys time. really handled this week extremely well. I don't know how you did it, but you, you definitely right, did it right. in style. <laughs> she trained us early and trained us well. Um, and then was that our, I am confused on my days. Was that so yesterday? Then, no, yesterday was massages. Yesterday was Diamante. Eco That's Adventure right. Park. Yes. Okay. I'm going to have you talk about that. Cause that was incredible. When I got to, uh, the, the Diamante park, I was like, am I at Jurassic Park? It was so cool. There's like open air uh, buses and we ate outside and we saw animals and all kinds of stuff. But tell us the other activities that are part of that area. So we opened Diamante about seven years ago. My husband, Julian, and our business partners uh, had this vision for a zip line and animal sanctuary so we have one of the longest zip lines in the world where you're flying over 800 feet for almost a mile long at about 60 miles an hour. And we have a rescue animal sanctuary. The government gives us animals that need to be taken care of um, that have either been injured or people have tried to sell on the black market. Um, animals that just cannot be released into the wild. So we have large enclosures for them. We have a veterinarian on staff. We have a biologist on staff. And then the animal sanctuary, we have anything from sloths, which are, by the way, Aaron's favorite. That's my favorite. And <laughs> jaguars, monkeys, snakes. Frogs. Frogs. Butterfly sanctuary. Butterfly. Um, and surprisingly enough, there is a bar down there that the girls found. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> It was so next to the sloths. It, it was, was next to the sloths, so it was bound to be. It was bound to be found. We also offer ATVs and horseback riding, and it's right on the Pacific Ocean. So after you do all your activities, a couple of the girls uh, snuck down to the hammock beach and laid on the hammocks and had a swim in the Pacific Ocean. And we got back for the mid afternoon, and that was for our massage time. So each of the girls got an hour massage, which is included in your in your trip, and then. Uh, they were able to watch the Carolina Duke game, which some of the girls don't want to talk about. And then we um, had dinner at the villa and we were able to get up early this morning, even though it's departures sad Sunday. We still feel like we had a full day. So we got two and a half hours of tennis this morning, a great breakfast right on the patio and interview time. Exactly. Talk about the different groups that you've seen that, or that come down. So it's probably mostly women, but it is certainly not women only. Um, I know you have some mixed groups coming, but tell me um, about that. And also, obviously men and women, but also um, tennis and pickleball now, it sounds like, and size of groups. I was wondering that earlier. What's your like maybe minimum and maximum? So obviously pickleball is growing. And we um, need to pay attention. I really do like it. I think it's a. I think it's a great sport, and I think it's it's important to pay attention to the growth of it. And we've added pickleball, so I have a pickleball camp coming soon. Um, I've done a couple couple couples camps, which have been a lot of fun, and and it's really great to see couples get along. And we talk about how you better treat your spouse better than any other partner that you ever have in your life because you have to go home with them. Um, and the guys really seem to enjoy everything, everything that we've done. And I think they might enjoy the massages more than the women. Wow. They're really, in, they're really into them. And so the minimum number of um, campers that we like to have is eight. When I'm doing a tennis camp, the max is 12. For a pickleball camp, we can go up to 16. And I like to keep my ratios six to one at most. 
anything more than that, I think gets a little bit big. Pickleball is a little bit different, but um, I think pickleball, you can have two courts, each pro, but I don't, you know, I'm never going to have 10 on a court. I don't think that's runs a good clinic. Agreed. And I actually didn't realize that we were going to have a pro in addition to you. That was a bonus and he's fantastic. So um, that was, I mean, kudos to the whole program, but I was not expecting that. Every time I turned around, I was like, wait, there's more. Now there's a, there's another pro and then there's, you know, a catamaran and, and, you know, a sunset. So lots and lots of activities to do. I think that that's one thing that a, a lot of people really have enjoyed is the fact that they don't have to think and they by the second day they realized Karen figured it out and 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 I have we've been down here since 2005 so I know what I I know what I like to do and I think most people are very similar with that but I just don't want you to have to do any brain damage typically the ladies that come down are the moms that are doing all the plannings for the vacation and um, one of the, one of the comments I get all the time is I haven't ever had anybody do my laundry. And so the girls come out and every day their laundry is done for them. I've even, um, got my staff not drying the tennis clothes, not putting the tennis clothes in the dryer. So, um, their clothes are staying fresh. And, um, that's been, that's been really nice for a lot of the moms that I don't have to think everything's done for me. I just go where I, I just go where I'm told and it generally works out really well. You know, we each had our own room. You can certainly do a shared room, um, but everybody had their own room, their own bathrooms, their own laundry baskets to stick their clothes in. And then we would come home and it was just like magically everything was done by the time we got back to the villa. So we could not speak more highly of it. And we've already talked about coming back. Let's finish it up because um, we've got to get to the airport in a little bit. But can you, this is a tough one. I, I know I prepped you, but a lot of people go, oh my gosh, I have no idea. But I'm sure for as much tennis as you've played over the years, do you have a most memorable moment on the court? I have been thinking about it. And that definitely was a tough one. And and I've always kind of thought of myself more as a coach than an actual player. So my my top moments are probably coming from when I had juniors win national titles, when our teams at North Hills won the state state championships. We had one year that we brought 130 players to Pinehurst when it was only the 18 and over. So every team from uh, the other cities were going, I'm tired of playing North Hills club players. And we had a really good tournament. I think my team even won that year. Um, but as a, as a player, really, I've, been a little bit more dedicated in in making myself a better player and the results uh kind of showed last year and um finished uh with a silver ball in Houston against some really tough players and we pushed them harder than anybody else did so even though it was a loss it was definitely memorable thanks very much to Karen for being on the podcast also I wanted to let you know that you win a silver ball if you finish second at a national championship tournament at your level in singles or doubles I had to look up what a silver ball was and it shows you how far away I am from winning a national championship if you'd like to learn more about Karen's camp we've included information in our show notes thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon Music